Hello and welcome to the Be Still My Soul podcast. This is Pastor Ray Brandon bringing daily encouragement from the Word of God to the church. Well, we're working our way through the Gospel Project together, and we are on Unit 18, Session 3 in Daily Study Number 1 in Nehemiah Chapter 8. I get so excited to get to Nehemiah 8. It is an amazing, amazing chapter in the Old Testament where God's Word is read aloud, and you see something that happens how the people respond, and they respond with conviction, weeping. There's great emotion. Um, there's feasting. There's weeping and feasting. There's quiet. There's um, the building of tents, and there's a celebration as people come to the law, and they realize that God's word is good. God's word is good. And we look at the word of God, and I want to talk to you just briefly about the change process. The change process. Um, because we look at Nehemiah chapter 8, and as a pastor, I long for this kind of thing to happen in our church, and I see it in small ways and in people's lives. As I look over Nehemiah 8, I would love to be the preacher who stands up and sees God just do a work as the Word of God is read. And sometimes we ask of ourselves, maybe of our small group or of our church or of our family, and we say, why is God's word not effective in this way? I mean, after all, Ezra gets up and he just brings the book. It's the Old Testament. And he begins to read the law aloud. And people's hearts are struck. And they realize in repentance that they have not kept the law. And they, they recognize in chapter 9 that you are the Lord alone. You've made the heaven, the heaven of heavens with all their hosts, the earth and all that is on it and the seas and all that is in them. You preserve all of them and the hosts of heaven worship you. They have this encounter with a holy God that transforms their lives. And we, if we're honest, we long for that, but sometimes we open our Bible and it's, you know, it's like reading the New York Times or the USA Today or um, ESPN, the magazine, and there just doesn't seem a whole lot of power there. What is going on? Is the, is the issue the Bible itself? Is, is the issue the fact that the Word of God is in, ineffective? Or is it we're just not ready for the change process? And I think it's that at times we're just not ready for the change process. You know, the Word of God is quick, it's effective, it, it is powerful. Um, it will change our lives, but we have to be ready for the change process. What do I mean by that? Um, well, oftentimes people will come to me with their problems, their struggles, and I will sit with them and walk with them and listen to their struggles, to them unpack their burdens and unpack their struggles. And then we'll get to a point where there's an understanding. They have an understanding. I have an understanding. And it is that moment. Um, it's that moment where you say, okay, well, this is now that pivotal time where you, there's something that needs to be done. There's a mutual understanding in the room, but there's something that needs to be done. And I can tell you this. You see, there's... There's a readiness that some people have to take the advice of the Word of God. And then there are some people that are just not ready. 
And as you survey the, the book of Nehemiah, um, this is chapter 7, um, chapter 8, I'm sorry, this is uh, chapter 8 in, in Nehemiah, which means there's seven chapters that come before this, that there were all kinds of things that God was doing to prepare the hearts of the people. And it, it took this process of preparation. And that's how the Word of God works. It, it takes some time to prepare hearts. Sometimes it's a short amount of time. That is true. And we, we long for that. God, change my heart. Get a hold of this passage. But it oftentimes takes a very long time. This is why we are studying um, on Sundays in tandem, First and Second Timothy, and you're working through the Old Testament because God wants us to see these connections. So we think about especially 2 Timothy. Paul talks about Timothy dealing with false teachers, dealing with people who need change in the church but are resistant. And he gives him um, several instructions. One, he tells Timothy to, to order them to stop teaching false doctrine, that which is against the gospel. Right? That's very clear. Second, and I think this is oftentimes missed in 2 Timothy, is that Paul tells Timothy to be patient with those who are not changing, those who are resistant to the word of God, because God's doing something. Well, where did he get that from? Well, Paul himself, right? Paul himself resisted God. Paul himself persecuted the church. Paul himself was an enemy of God. And so I th there's, there's something in Paul's heart that says, I want these people to change, be patient with them. And so we need to be patient. We need to be patient with each other, right? Especially through the times that we're in. People right now are not patient with one another. Now, patience with one another means on the front end, we have to be clear with the, the truth of, of God's word. But patience means sometimes we have to close our mouths because people just aren't ready to change and we need to be patient with them. It doesn't mean that we don't speak the truth to them. We have to be wise in how we speak the truth. right? Maybe it's that we continue to build the relationship. Maybe it's we continue to love them in deeds. Maybe it, it's it's... That, that we just spend time with them. It doesn't mean that we fail to speak the truth when they're teaching something that goes against God's word, but in that we are patient with them. There's a third command that Paul gives very clearly to, to um, Timothy in the scriptures, and that is there are some who have made their destiny known. In other words, um, you point them out as false teacher. In other words, you, you point them out and you, you cut them out. He says, avoid such people. people there's, a, there's a command in Second in Timothy that there's certain people that, that Timothy is to avoid. In other words, Timothy, they might not change. That's a hard thing to realize. But that's not your fault. Why? Because it's the word of God that works. Right? We, don't, we don't change people. We don't, can't even change ourselves. Right? It's God that changes. That doesn't mean that we are not responsible or we are to act irresponsibly because we are culpable for our sins. We are held responsible for that. But when we do change, we recognize that it is the word of God that's working in us. And so we say, thanks be to God because he's the one who gives us the victory. But we also pray for one another. 
and, and I'm not talking about the hardened sinner outside the church. I'm talking about sinners like you and like me inside the church. What we need is we need to speak the truth and be patient with each other. Right? Be patient because we know that the word of God will work. And there are these Ezra 8 moments. There are these times that God will bless, where he will open up heaven when the word of God opens up, where people come to a, an understanding because they understood the words that were declared to them. And then they begin to change. And that is what chapter 9 is about. It's about the change that God brings into people's lives. And I pray for you, dear church. I pray for you often. Um, in fact, I'm recording this on a Monday afternoon. I try to drop these a lot earlier, so my apologies if you were hoping to get this um, on a Monday morning. Uh, but uh, today got really, really busy really quick. And uh, so Monday afternoon, this is dropping. Um, but tomorrow morning, which a Tuesday morning, I look forward to is the first Tuesday when our elders will get on our knees. And if you're part of Northbridge Church, um, your name, especially those who have given prayer requests, your name's going to be mentioned. Your name's going to be brought before God. And we're going to be praying for you. We're going to be praying the word of God over you. We're going to be praying for Nehemiah 8 change in all of us. God bless. You are loved.